You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we're going to talk about DeMar DeRozan's comments of wanting to retire a bull, do a season preview for Torrey Craig, how we will see him performing this year. And lastly, the Bulls are apparently on Drew Holiday's shortlist of teams he would like to go to. Does that mean anything? We'll talk about it. All that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, man, uh, we've been talking a lot this offseason, um, you know, in Bulls community. Not necessarily a lot here. I think we kind of stated our thoughts on it, moved on. But uh, as far as DeMar DeRozan signing an extension with the Chicago Bulls, most know he is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. Well, DeMar has let it be known that he would love to see his career actually end here in Chicago. That's saying a lot, considering DeMar, I think more, more than almost anybody, has deserved the right to ring chase if he wanted to when his contract's up. But it seems like he wants to stay in Chicago and, and complete the journey here. What do you think, Pat? Um, Cool. I don't know. Like what? I, that's cool. It's nice that somebody actually wants to finish out their career here. Um, I don't like what. What does that do for us? I like it. I like that he wants to be here. I don't know if it changes kind of how the team's Taking outlook is. That's the biggest question. Like, I bet you want to be. You here. know what I mean? Like, are you, are you willing to give us a discount? That's the like, question. Like, I don't really. I don't really. I would. I'm fine with Demar being here. I said this a lot last season. I put it in Billy Donovan's court to figure out how to utilize Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. You should be able to. They're both really good players. I like DeMar DeRozan being a part of this team. I think the question is, can you find that piece that puts this team over the top while DeMar DeRozan is here? Does that hinder other players from developing while DeMar DeRozan is here? What is the what is the long term of this? What is the end all be all of this? And realistically, I would love for DeMar DeRozan to be able to finish his career here in Chicago. But I don't know if that is the the best case scenario for the Chicago Bulls as a whole. Um, as a feel-good story, let's do it. As a team that hopefully one day is trying to go out and win championships, can you do that with DeMar DeRozan as your starting three? That would be my biggest question. I don't feel like that's the case right now. Uh, and I guess, right, we got to hope, uh, like AK said in his interview again, we got to hope that Patrick Williams improves yet again, uh, takes another step, and uh, he's confident in it. <laughs> yeah, very much confident in it. Um, you know, and let, let's hope that that confidence does finally pay off in Patrick Williams. He's been confident. I mean, he's he's back in the guy that he drafted, which he should. You want to see yeah. uh, uh, owner, well, not ownership. Group, Be wild if he was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we we don't have, we have no words on Patrick. Like, <laughs> does anybody want to? What, what's the, what, what would you give us for a slightly used Patrick Williams. What would you give us for that? Uh, um, chewed bubble gum and a baseball. Bro, <laughs> asshole. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 
But no, I mean, listen, I love that DeMar wants to stay here. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about everything off the court and most on the court is, you know, you know what you're going to get in DeMar. And you can do a lot worse than having DeMar DeRozan being a veteran on your team for a long time. But like, as we've talked about, for this team to raise its ceiling, it's going to have to mean the younger players are going to have to take a larger role to thus take a step. I mean, it's yeah. up to them to earn it as well. So, you know, if DeMar understands that, you know, maybe with more long-term security, he does. I mean, we saw him do it in San Antonio, so it's not like we haven't seen him do it. So, you know, hopefully that that's the case. Once these guys show that they're ready to take that step, DeMar understands that and understands, too, it eases the load off him. I think so. the question is, Paul. I think the question is, uh, at the end of the day, right? Like, is this uh, is this something that Demar really wants, or is this something that Demar um, ha- wants to say so that when we do trade him away, he we can go? But he wanted to be here, yeah. right? Well, you know what I mean? You know, like that's listen. Kyrie said he's wanted to stay in every place that is he's eventually not wanted to stay. In. <laughs> I mean, when Demar, I, I don't look at it that way. But I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, I'm, it's not like he just he's saying I, I'm going to stay here regardless. You still want to be paid, right? And the Bulls can want him, the front office can want him to stay here too, but I'm sure there's a number that the team isn't willing to go over, yeah. and there's a number that the, that DeMar DeRozan and his people probably aren't willing to go under. As yeah. long as they can meet and agree on that, all right, cool. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, it, I'm not mad at it. I would love to see you be able – I think DeMar's a good – DeMar's a good guy to teach a work ethic culture. Yeah. The one thing that I can't say about P. Will that I can say about Terry, I can say about Kobe, I can say about that. These guys work, right? Like, is it has it proven to for you to go out there and get an NBA championship? No. Have you gotten close? No. Have you been out of the playoffs more than once? No. I mean, like, or been into the playoffs? I should say more than once. No. Um, but I, I, I still do think that there's something to be said about building a culture of work and teaching guys how to be professionals in the NBA. I do like that DeMar DeRozan does that. I think he's really good for young guys. He's very supportive of his teammates, very supportive of the players here. Uh, I, I, and listen, I'd love to see DeMar be here for a long time, but realistically, you you still have to do this based on what, what have you done for me to get me to where we're trying to go, even if you think that this Bulls team is trying to go to, uh, you know, just trying to be competitive. Competitive mm-hmm. should be first round out of the first round into the second round. Maybe you're getting beaten the second round and you can figure out where to go from there. It shouldn't be sub 40 wins or sub 42 win seasons. Yeah. I mean, I look at it this way. This team really, I I don't want to say can't have it because it is possible they have a a sub 42, 45 win season, but that really needs to be the goal, right? We need to take a step up this year and let's hope that we can get into that area and then build upon that. Uh, in subsequent, you know, going forward. So, you know, that's what you want to see. Um, and DeMar is going to be a big part of that. He's going to be a big part of this team. It's just that if DeMar is going to be here, I'm interested to find out what that number is going to be. And then if he's willing to take a bit of a step back. What's too right? much for DeMar? <sighs> that's a great question. Um, what did Vooch get? Vooch got 20? Vooch got 20. Vooch got 20. I don't want to say this because it sounds like so much, but I'm still trying to adjust myself to how we need to look at contracts now. Yeah. 20, 20, 25 to 28 for DeMar. I guess he's getting now and he's getting 27 right now. Yeah. So you, are basically bringing him back on the same deal. You're not giving him a raise pay cut. $1.4 million. (laughs) (laughs) 
why'd you, why'd you whisper it like Demar was listening? Huh? <laughs> Just huh? in case, you never know. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Demar has absolutely earned a raise, but you got to think about. I guess it, it depends on the number of years. Because if we're signing Demar to a four-year contract, hell no, I don't, I'm not going to be willing to go over that. But if we are, keep in mind, you get the raise. Three. He's probably um, getting three. Three is cool. I can, yeah. I can, I can excuse three. But yeah. keeping four, you're talking about paying a third, a 38 year old Zach. I mean, Zach will be 38 year old Demar Derozan at that point, 35 million dollars. Now yeah. I'm good on that, bro. But that's good money, buddy. It is. It, like, yeah, it, three years from now, 35 million dollars. You like, hey, we got him on a deal right well, now. You know what keep, I mean? <laughs> well, keep in mind the salary caps so with the new CBA, they flattened out the way that the salary cap rises. So it's the same amount every single year now. They're not gonna, you're not that's gonna see a big, huge, huge increase like we have before until a new TV deal comes in. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Well, I think that's the thing too, right? They're trying to do it because of how the TV deals are. That TV shifting, bro. Oh, I'm so, sure. and I ain't gonna lie to you, it's pissing me off. Like, I almost want to get cable again, but I still know that they're going to have so many of these on streaming services. Yep. That I'm going to just have to have streaming. It's, it's irritating as heck, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. But, uh, nah, that, I, $35 million for DeMar. Or I guess 20, it'd be 27. He's in, getting a pay increase every year? Yeah. going to get a pay increase every year. So you're talking about what? About 85, 90 million for DeMar DeRosa for three years. I mean, he signed for three years, 81 million when he came yeah. here. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. $1.4 million increase. <laughs> <laughs> it feels wrong, but it's one of those where it's like, yes, but that's not that much money. It in the long what, term. But the thing is, too, though, is like, while it's not DeMar killing is great, your team. DeMar is great. You also got to factor in that where the team has gone since he's been here, and it ain't gone very far. So, yeah. Well, no, it has. I mean, listen, we we was winning eleven games before he got here, or eighteen, Ooh, whatever won. it was. <laughs> listen, listen, we've gone a long way the other direction, right? But it wasn't just him, though. You got to keep in mind, we added four players that have, that at least that first season that were having a big impact on the Bulls. So it's not like we just added Demar to what we had, and then all of a sudden, yeah. So. But three of them were dead through the entire time Dude, that Demar and when those was being dead. We won eight out of thirty-two <laughs> games. <laughs> no, when they were dead, he was going on his wilt run. No, when that's they not came when all back. of them were dead. No, they came back. That's what no. everybody was. No. <laughs> remember no. Lonzo came back that one game and then he was dead again? You Bro. remember that? And then, and then we also lost Cruz, though. We then lost that's what was the rest th of the that's season. I'm talking. Vooch played the whole time. Yeah. I mean, but that was because of COVID. But once people were... Oh, nah, Vooch man. did miss because of COVID. That's true. Yeah. I Vooch, forgot Vooch about that. Vooch was the first one to get COVID. Yeah. yeah, he spread it throughout the team, bastard. But yeah, well, uh, remember because he got it. Garden Joel and B. So <laughs> he's like, hey, Joel coughed in my face on the court. Is that okay? Are we good? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay, all right. I bet. I just want to make sure. That's funny. But next up, we're going to be talking about Tory Craig and what we expect from him out of this upcoming season. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about our sponsor, DoorDash. Uh, burnt your last piece of toast? Avocado's gone bad? Or is the hot sauce bottle empty? Try grocery delivery Never. from DoorDash. Never. Not in the black household. You'll get everything you want delivered when you need it right to your door. You've trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you picked them yourself. 
Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery free on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. With easy substitutions right in the app and best in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order, up to $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Limited time offer, terms do apply. That's 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. They really want you to order them groceries, bro. Hey man, long as I ain't got to. Uh... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say, where are you going with this? Um, so we've been trying, we've been doing up doing these season uh, previews for the players leading up to uh, media day. Uh, today we are going to be talking about Tory Craig. Pat, yeah. what do you expect from Tory Craig this season? Uh, do what you did last year and try not to not do that again. <laughs> Fair enough. Like that's Fair all enough. I want to see. Defense, three point shooting, three and D guy down on the wing. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to see him in the corners, knocking down the tray ball on a consistent basis. Vooch kicks it out to him from the post. I, I want to see him being able to run the floor. Now here's the thing, Tory Craig. What thirty? How old is Tory Craig? He, he not young. Uh, thirty three, thirty two. I think. I didn't think he was that young. Y'all know I don't be knowing people age though. I'm terrible at age. I'm terrible at age. 32. All right, not bad. So never mind. I thought he was a little bit older than that. Born in 1990. He's one of us born in the late 1900s. Um, I expect to see an increase in his points per game because I think at some point he probably will be the starter this season. Um, And I hope that the three-point percentage continues. Um, You know what I mean? Listen, I I love the sound that AK gives us about uh, Patrick Williams you know, finally developing and, and taking that next step and becoming that that guy that we're hoping that I, I love it, right? But realistically, this guy kind of already is that and wasn't getting utilized as that just as a guy who goes out there and knocks down the three ball. Torrey Craig shot at 39% for three last season. Just be that guy. Be that guy. Give me 12 points a game. I'm very happy. Now, yeah, if you're I mean, off the bench, give me the seven, right? But the thing is, is I mean, what Torrey Craig gives you, right? Uh, he can give you whether he starts off the bench. I think uh, I can't remember what his splits were when he did because he started briefly when KD went down in um, Phoenix, and he looked damn good in that case too. So as a starter last year, he averaged where'd my little thing go? As a starter over yeah, sixty like a games, personal problem. Sixty. He played sixty games as a starter. Remember, KD basically didn't exist. True. Okay. Hey, KD see, showed up, like slipped on a thing of ice and was dead. <laughs> still, <laughs> still eight, 80, eight points per game at 39% shooting overall. So he's eight point per game score, regardless of starting yep. or coming off the bench. That's consistency. Um, you just, and listen, even if he doesn't shoot the ball 39% like he did last year, because that was his one season of shooting that, that, at that type of clip, he's still the season before 32%, 33%, career 34%. Just hit the open ones. He's going to get open corner ones. All power forwards doing this offense, hit those. I think the thing is, too, right? Maybe uh, I don't know if he's ever been this, and I keep talking about this with almost every guy that's new on this team, but maybe being on a team, right? I believe Tory Craig was on that team when they went to the finals. No, he was not. He was in Indiana. Uh, never mind. Then. No, 2021, 22. No, he was on that team that went to the finals. Uh, got traded to them uh, on that finals run. Maybe that situation, I'm not saying that he's going to come here and be the uh, um, 
uh, what was old boy we got from Cleveland? Freaking the the power forward is yelling at Io. Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson of this team, right? I'm not telling them to be that guy, but just coming in here and, and letting these guys know, okay, this is the kind of work that it takes to get to this level, to get to this point. Uh, what was their little thing that year in Phoenix? Winners work. It was adorable. Yeah, I mean, then they got destroyed the entire time. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, they did. Chris Paul yeah. cured his addiction of getting to the NBA Finals. That was good to see. But uh, realistically, I just want to see him go out there and and basically be who he is. You know what I mean? Just an elite defender who on the other side can be a guy that you can count on, right? Counting on being able to count on people offensively on this team is something that we haven't been able to do. And well, I think that we got both, a couple on of both sides of the ball. Like Tory yeah. Craig is going to be consistent on both sides of the ball. And that's what you want, especially from a role player. He understands how to go out there and impact the game. Just simply put, and how so long before the, we see the Tory Craig, Alex Caruso, Patrick Williams, Javon Carter, Io DeSumo lineup? Just pure like lockdown. Just blew clamp. my mind with that. Just uh, clamps, bro. Just like literally, <laughs> nobody can get through. They're all kind of touching fingertips a little bit. Javon almost Captain Carney, close almost to Captain, Captain Carney. It's not quite because Javon Arms ain't long enough, but yeah, it's close Javon to Captain Carney. I think I think that lineup that you mentioned, but I think it'll be Kobe instead of Io. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Io getting a lot of love. So I'm not gonna lie to so you. It's gonna be tough. Feel bad. It's gonna be it's, tough for Io. Here's what I'll say: If Io or comes Dalen, in, he, or is Dalen in that lineup now? Can Dalen crack listen, that lineup? Listen. Uh, Dalen is almost the level of we about to start Marco Simonovich and Dalen uh, to where Billy Donovan's just like, hey man, we got a really inner. This dude is the most ecstatic ball boy I've ever seen in my life, bro. Oh, he plays for bro. Me? You know Billy Donovan is always known for having that guy on his team. Remember, Billy Donovan just had Russell Westbrook's dance buddy, who ended up being Cameron Payne. Was that campaign? Yes. That's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> it was like, what's he do? He dances. <laughs> Does he funny. play basketball? You watch your mouth. <laughs> now, why would he play floor. basketball? Um, <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo. If Julian Phillips gets on the floor before Taylor Terry does. I'm, bro, cut you say that. You say that joking. I wouldn't be surprised. Because if, if, if Julian Phillips' defense is even a freaking half of what they've made it cracked up to be and with the way his shot did look solid in summer league yeah. i would not be surprised if he can get to, if he gets on the court before <sighs> daylin can't catch a break brother daylin might not also be good though like that, that <laughs> could also be a thing. i think he's good i do I think, think he's, he's good, good. Yeah. i think he's a good player but i haven't seen him play actual basketball and when they put him on the court against dudes in summer league that he probably should have been killing uh he didn't but hey, we'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, What's your yeah, go-to Tory Craig lineup? Go-to Tory Craig lineup? Honestly, that's the thing about it. That's why I'm so excited because you any lineup, you can see him even playing some three. Like, I, I wouldn't mind yeah. a lineup of, heck, Javon Carter, Zach Levine. I, basically, the starters with Tory Craig in there. I wouldn't mind that lineup. I think Javon Carter and Tory Craig – playing some with the starters, and I'm not saying he's going to start in the head of Patrick Williams. It's definitely a possibility. But him playing minutes with that team, or even if you do want to slide him to the three, sometimes when DeMar needs to sit and have Patrick Williams at the four, or vice versa, and you actually let Patrick Williams run some offense, I think that, that could bowl well, too. Ooh, you know, I never even thought about that concept with him now, though, actually. You know, like, actually being able... Because when we bench DeMar, we never put P. Will in, in that spot because we yeah. don't have... Because we haven't had it, yeah. There's always a 6'3 guy that we throw in there, right? Or it's DJJ. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, exactly. 
But now, actually having Torrey Craig on the team, being able to slide him in at the four and move P. Will over to the three, maybe good. That's not a bad bench unit there. Like it's you, not. You let you let P. Will take over, kind of being the number one off of the bench. You probably see, got. No, I'm not, you're talking about him being a bit. That's not what I no, said. No, I'm, I'm saying like I'm saying coming in with the bench unit. Like oh, you pull, the, you pull being, your starters and you leave P. Will in there with oh, the bench yeah. unit. Leave leave P. Will in there, bring in Kobe and have Kobe P. Will as your kind of your main offensive with surrounding yeah. him with defenders. Heck yeah. Hey, listen. AK trying to do everything he can to make this man look good. He's trying to. Hey, bro. If it don't happen this year, bro, y'all got to give up. And that's the thing. He's going to get a second contract here. We he got, is. We're going to be I talking about. Like. I kind of like. Yeah. I mean, he's going to get a second contract. We're going to have three to four more years of Patrick Williams. And hopefully most of those years aren't us saying, can he do it anymore? We're going to be saying, hey, man, P. Wilden turned into a solid ass player. Like. That's all I want to say, bro. That's all I want to be able to say. That's fine. I mean, you, you're I, down on him. I'm not. I, I listen. I, I I've said I think he could be a nice role player. I'm down on where we took him. <laughs> and who I mean, we took that, him ahead listen, of? At that point, it is what it is. Like I, I, <laughs> who, who we took him ahead of? You know. What I mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah, but a lot of a lot of people pass on Tyrese Halliburton, which is crazy to me. What? Because what? Halliburton he was got linked to 13? us, though. <laughs> like, huh? He was linked to us. Remember he was linked that? to us Everybody because we went, in, we went into that offseason still with Gar Foreman as the GM, and then we changed it. <laughs> the one time we needed Gar to stick around. The one exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> Just let him go through the draft. That's funny. That's hilarious. Nah, all right, guys. All right. I'll take the L. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. him out of here. <laughs> yeah, get him up and out of here. Uh, next up, we're going to be talking about Drew Holiday having the pools on his, on his short list. Before we do that, I want to remind you guys that Locked On Bulls is free and available on every podcasting app and platform of your choice, as well as YouTube and the Odyssey app. But Pat, Drew Holiday apparently has the the Chicago Bulls teams that he's interested in. How do you feel about that? Um, I like that he's interested in the Bulls. I feel like many people have been interested in the Bulls. I want to see if the Bulls can actually get something done. We talked about the trade packages yesterday that we thought uh, that that the Bulls could realistically put together for Drew Holiday. Mm -hmm. I guess here's my question to you. Um, Where does that package rank on the list of teams that Drew put out there? Because right. really, so, Philly's well, off the board to me completely. There. He didn't, well, the, the Mo- he didn't put it out, put there, out there. there. Right, the yeah. Miami Herald. Yes, let's 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 so make that one hundred percent. So the the teams that they are reported that they that they were told Drew Holiday was interested in are the Heat, both LA teams, Boston, Chicago, and Philly. Boston's got the best package. Offer. Boston. Whoa. That's no, no. We're talking about a city. That's not no. We good. I, I'm, I'm just. We're good. With, we're good. Yeah, Boston. Boston. <laughs> it did sound crazy though. I don't know if Boston has the be- best. I think they can send. I think they can send the capital, right? The draft capital. They've got oh, the yeah. most capital yeah, out of all of those teams. Capital. Philly's out. Like, like Philly's out. Nobody wants well, James Harden. Philly, Philly would have to be a three-team trade with them sending James Harden elsewhere because I just don't see Portland. So it depends on who, and nobody wants James Harden. So let's cross Philly out of there. Yeah, Boston, I think they can offer a better deal than the Chicago Bulls can. The 100%. Heat, they're basically going to offer some of the same things they were willing to give up for for Dame Lillard, just a less less amount of it. 
Um, I think the Heat are out, ain't they? Like you don't you don't turn your back on Pat Riley and then Pat Riley's yeah, like, Pat yeah, let's do another deal. deal. Pat He's Riley's too petty. He's yeah. too petty. Pat Riley will be like, I'll get rings in so 10 the years. The Clippers and the and the Lakers. And the Lakers. Now the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken, have a lot of dead salary and like Norman Powell and other things and other things that they can offer. So I know that they can put they can put together enough as far as contract wise. Yeah. But if they're looking for draft capital, I'm not sure what the Clippers have as far as draft capital off the top of my head. I mean, how many point guards they want on that team, though? Like, I feel like the Clippers is a never-ending rotation of we're one point guard away. Like, every year we talk about them with their one point guard. (laughs) I mean, but, I mean, right now, the only real point guard they have down there is... Russ and Drew and Russ can even play together sometimes. So I guess it makes sense in that case, as far as first round picks that they have available. So they have, Oh, they have enough. They can offer their own first round pick in 2028 and 2030 outright. And then they can offer pick swaps in 2027 and 2029. I think the bulls. I agree. I think the bulls biggest competition would probably be the Clippers and Boston because realistically, they can offer the draft capital, and both of them are in a situation similar to the Bulls where you're saying, we've got these pieces and we want to get to the next level with these pieces. And right they're now. looking to shop Malcolm Brogdon anyway, which Malcolm Brogdon and Drew Holiday yeah. are damn near on the same contract. So it's not really a hard thing for them to match the contracts. But Brogdon's injury, what is it? True, but I don't think I don't think in this case Portland cares. Well, Portland, I, think, I think for 35 million where you got to cut the full 35 million or just sit on it. Pause. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> where you, where you got to uh, uh, kind of hold on to the full 35 million, like at least with Lonzo, right? Like you can get rid of 20 of it. Or if you trade with the Clippers, you get in the capital and probably the Clippers got so many players that the Blazers actually utilize. They're just going to send back the players that they sent them. <laughs> it's going to be like, funny. y'all want y'all want Norman Powell back? Ah, sure. Why not? <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't personally see Portland shaking their head. It's paying Malcolm Brogdon for a season because of him being him being hurt. Now, Malcolm Brogdon's contract is only 22.5, so that so gets hit. you most of the way there. They still need to throw in a little bit. Um, it depends. Would they be willing to throw in Time Lord? But then would Portland even want another another center there? They got Aiton yeah. down there. They could throw in a Terrence Mann. I don't know if they care Terrence about keeping Mann him. Would if they, be if interesting. They get, yeah. So, I mean, if they wanted to, it depends on who... Who, how Portland values the picks. It really comes down to that. But Terrence yeah. Mann is a younger player, only has a, a year on his contract left after this season, so maybe they look at some interest there. 26 years old, doesn't really fit their timeline, but it's at all. too far outside of it either, though, for, for a two-year contract. So Terrence Mann will be an interesting one. I don't know. I, I just... It's weird. Like I think the Bulls are kind of third in the pecking order of those teams. But I also don't love the the trade packages that they can offer either. Yeah, it's I like, think I think the Brogdon situation with draft capital is probably the best. Mm-hmm. But is he going to play? I don't think they care if he plays. 
Yeah. In this case, I don't think that they care if he plays. I think because it from from what we've heard, while I thought, hey, they may want some veterans down there to help lead they the, don't. the young guys. <laughs> they don't care about those veterans one bit. And so said, we got Chauncey. Exactly. I don't know if they care. I really don't know if they care that he he can't play or if he's. I mean, I don't think there's been anything that he's gonna miss the whole season or anything like that. So they may just not care and say, but if hey, you don't, we're getting if you the draft. Don't pick. care. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't well the thing is AK is not going to offer the future though. Exactly. I was going to say, wouldn't we're, you we're, rather? But wouldn't you rather have be able to get the career-ending exception on Lonzo and the protection off of your pick finally removed? But you're I not going to get the future is, on that. Even the career-ending injury exception, you still they still have to pay Lonzo. It's yeah. just that would give them money to go out there and sign other people. We don't even know if they care about that. They may just want to keep drafting everybody. This is true. This so. is true. It's so weird because even after Dame's gone, it's just like, okay, what does Portland want to do, though? Yeah, exactly. We know they want to go young, but it's like this Drew thing. I'm, I, and I know they're trying to wait because I don't know if you heard that. The trade hasn't been made final because they're going to try to find that that uh, destination for Drew and working in as a four-team trade. So right. they're going to wait for that to finalize it. So it just depends, man. I don't know, bro. I uh, I would love for the Bulls to get in on this. Whether they do or not, we'll see. Um, I guess at the end of the day, uh, we'll find out if AK is uh, more like Pat Riley or not. You know, is he going to forget to call him back? Because that is hilarious. <laughs> I love how, like, the first story comes out about Pat Riley basically just going, I don't feel like calling Portland back right now. I, I call him when I get to it. And then he gets traded. And now all these other stories are coming out about Portland. Just, Portland didn't want to trade with Pat. They never wanted to trade with Pat. <laughs> Uh, they wanted Jimmy Butler or Bam back. In this right, game. you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I don't like to call nobody a liar, but I don't believe that at all. You see what they got back, and you think to t- that you think I'm going to believe that now they wanted Bam or Jimmy back? But- <laughs> they wanted both. They wanted oh, both. Bro. Y'all I'm crazy. A, I'll send you to Miami, but you're going to get. You're going <laughs> to give us Jimmy Butler and Bam out of bio. That don't make sense. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Who told you this? This is one of them situations where the uh, the the network is breaking their own news, but uh, hey man, appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love. There's a lot Hit of that, that like button. There's man. a lot of that going around. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. You can follow me on everything at Path the Designer. You can follow the show on everything at Locked On Bulls. Y'all stay safe out there. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. Y'all know how to spell it, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. Me and Pat will be back tomorrow discussing more craziness in the lead up to media day and getting Bulls basketball in a little over a week there, brother. I am excited, man. I'm ready for ready for some Bulls basketball because I think that it'll I don't know if it'll be better than Bears football, but it won't be a week between like the pain. That's true. That's that's <laughs> fact. At least you don't have to sit in a whole week of pain there. Before Pat, this has been locked on Bulls, man. We out here. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.